Welcome to the Coffee with Craner show. We're officially live. Thanks for being here. As you can see, I'm with David Durkatz, international muralist from the Windsor region, has painted hundreds, I'd say, of murals um, in our area. You go on Drulard Road or even Amherstburg. We're right here in the Dan Jemis office. So thanks to Dan um, for letting us come in here and use the space. We were going to be at the penalty box, but unfortunately due to the rain, we had to come inside. But uh, glad to have Dirks here on set in the Dan Jemis office with the Dan Jemis real estate team. So Dirks, pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, for those watching, you can actually share and you can win uh, four Persevere murals uh, that Dirks has, has uh, printed and signed. So all you have to do is share this post, go follow like Dirks page, and then uh, you enter for a chance to win. This is a $400 package. Four people can win either medium or small sized uh, prints of the giant large scale mural dedicated to frontline healthcare workers right at the penalty box. So Dirks, pleasure to have you on the show today, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me, my man. Sorry, I was just trying to share the link as you were saying that. So um, as he was saying, yeah, you get a chance to win a limited edition signed and numbered print by me of the one of my favorite murals, the penalty box mural of the healthcare workers. So if you guys want to show some love, share this link and you can uh, get a chance to win one of those. Sweet. And Dirks, talk to me about that, uh, that piece right on the penalty box. What was that like to, you know, painting that? Was that your biggest mural? Uh, no, it's one. Do I look at you or do I look at the camera? On it? Right here is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. We'll mix her up. One of these. <laughs> yeah. One of those in there. Um, <laughs> no, the the healthcare mural in the penalty box. It's uh, it's one of my largest ones, but not the biggest. Uh, but yeah, it's still like a monster though. It's yeah. still it's still like a big one. It's it's uh, I think it still is the biggest um healthcare uh care mural in all of Canada right now. So. Um, yeah, I love doing that one. That one is. Well, it's definitely something to be proud of. And, uh, I, I did want to talk to you and just bring up the first question, uh, being kind of what sparked your interest in visual art, painting large scale murals. And I know you've done, uh, some sketches as well and, and paintbrush type of canvas style work, but how did, how did this all start for you? Yeah. You know, uh, how it started was, uh, I was definitely not creative, um, as a kid, you know, growing up in like elementary school and high school, I always thought like, I always see these other creative types and they're like just doing their thing, drawing and stuff. And I was never that type. And I was like, man, how do I get more creative? And I, I just never was that. So um, I found graffiti and I, I painted like a lot of illegal graffiti, a lot of trains, uh, a lot of underpasses, just really was kind of like heavy in the streets a bit for painting. And then that's kind of how I got my start into like art was, uh, finding like that love through graffiti and painting uh, kind of solo and in train yards at night. So um, yeah, I kind of got bit by that graffiti bug type thing and uh, kind of fell in love with uh, more of the traditional side of art. And that's yeah. how I kind of like uh, organically kind of transferred from like graffiti into like large scale murals, I guess. So. Yeah, for sure. And has there been like when you first started tagging, I'd, I'd say legally, um, and I would imagine were those drawings just like words or kind of like, what were you tagging at the very beginning? Um, I was tagging a bunch of, uh, a couple things. Um, I don't want to say it on, on, air, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of aliases I was using, but I kind of stuck to one for a few years. And then, um, yeah, after like years of like writing this other name that I also like self-identified with, you know, I kind of like grew on and it, it kind of became your identity was like this kind of this alter ego name um I, I was like man why am i writing like 
this random name when I should be like writing something that's like closer to me and my actual name. So that's kind of how Dirks was. Um, it, it was so much more fitting for me. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's how the name came about. Yeah, it's unique. Everyone knows it. It's kind of like uh, like Banksy, right? Like there's yeah, that yeah. there's that catchy. Not, not as big as that, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's as catchy, I guess. Yeah. For yeah, sure. for sure. And those watching, just to remind you. Uh, you can share this post, go follow Dirks, give him some love on, on Facebook and Instagram, and you'll have a chance to win a $400. Um, well, it's a $400 package. There's four different paintings that we're giving away uh, that are dedicated to uh, frontline healthcare workers. It's the giant mural at the penalty box that you'll see. And uh, share the post for, to win and, and comment your questions below throughout this live stream. We'd love to um, answer them live. And I know Dirks would, would love to uh, interact with some of you guys as well. Um, but Dirks next question, what was, I, I guess, starting up going from tagging to um, painting murals and, and going across the world, what was the di most difficult part for you in um, turning, you know, a passion project into a business? Um, Sorry, just hold that thought really quick, my man. I'm trying to share this, and it's like not working. Did I did I share it? Does it show you if I shared it? Sorry, if, ladies and gentlemen, a little technical <laughs> difficulties here. I'm just trying to share this post so we can get uh, some more people trying to win this print. Um, Absolutely. Yes, comment. While we're waiting, comment your questions below. I'm checking right now, and I can see everyone's popping in. Gina D. Windsor is lucky to have this artist changing the look of our city. I've definitely much appreciated for showing some love to Dirks. And, uh, but yeah, I'm here with Dirks. And if you're just joining the live stream now, he's an international muralist, has painted uh, really across the world. And we can talk a little bit about where he's painted, what countries. Um, but you'll know he's painted many, many murals and pieces of street art in Windsor, Essex. And uh, the Windsor, Essex community definitely loves him and goes around and takes photos at his different locations. But uh, today we're talking to Dirks. And we're talking about how he turned a craft into a career and learning more about um, the world of art because there's so many different career paths. And I think on this show, it's important to look at them all and hopefully provide you with some advice on what career you should pursue um, throughout your leadership journey. So Dirks is on set. We talked a little bit about how he started going from tagging to um, now I mean, he has a business now. And, and to jump into our next question, how did you turn this craft into a, a business for you? Where you're, I mean, you're you're extremely busy. You're probably painting two, three times a week, different locations. How did this all start? Yeah, um, it kind of started like when I just when I first started making it into a career. You're asking. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of happened like years ago. I started maybe I did my first mural. Um, I would say like 2011 or 12 i know i was taking graphic design at the time and i was like kind of like skipping college to um go out and paint this mural basically you know yep. what i mean and all my instructors and professors like man you're never in class what are you doing i'm like always saying like i'm i'm painting walls and painting murals and stuff and they, they didn't really kind of understand it at the time and i kind of frankly didn't really understand it at the time either you know i was like skipping class and going to detroit and painting a lot of illegal graffiti too and doing a bunch of stuff I shouldn't have been doing. And, you know, looking back, like I'm glad um, I followed my intuition of wanting to create something more than just like sitting behind a desk and um, creating some logos for a company or uh, the graphic design route or any other um, 
type of career route you know what i mean so um that's kind of how it started was just a lot of legal stuff and then kind of organically switching into painting uh small walls and then those kind of gaining traction like going door to door and asking for opportunities paint for free and um just getting my name out there and branding myself and then that's kind of how it turned into like a slow snowball into bigger better larger walls i guess you would say yeah i mean so on that point you had to paint for free at some points just to get your your brand out there oh yeah 100 percent, man like i was doing my first four or five murals six murals knocking on people's doors like literally like door to door like let me paint your wall like i didn't have any portfolio <laughs> I didn't, like i didn't have any type of like skill at the time you know I, like i gained skill through my graffiti background and like i was kind of showing a lot of people like um like my graffiti stuff but um yeah at the beginning i was just doing free stuff to just to get my name out there and show people that I can i actually want to do this you know the, the struggle was definitely hard at the very beginning you know because now there's like so many incentives and like uh grants and like bia sponsorships right now it's kind of like it's a lot different than it was back then like that there wasn't any of that funding like at all back then so uh i definitely took the long and the hard route but it definitely kind of made me into like the artist i am today and kind of like helped me persevere through a lot of those like like adversities and stuff so um yeah i'm super grateful for the for the hardships in the past definitely so and i know for a short period you went to toronto to uh, paint what was that experience like going to toronto windsor yeah like it was going from windsor to toronto um i stayed there for about maybe three and a half four years and uh that was going from like you know a small kind of laid-back city of windsor you know everyone's a little gritty and rugged and this uh head to the ground and just grinding you know to and then you go to toronto and it's like this whole other crazy animal and i just got like immersed in like that whole vibe of the city and i loved it to this day i still love toronto and i would love to go back but um yeah it just wasn't fitting for me at the time to stay and um was it competitive was it extremely competitive in toronto yeah no I, I, was, I was doing a lot of canvas work then like i was still doing a lot of murals like in windsor but like i got rid of like when i moved there i got rid of like tons of stuff like all my equipment and ladders and scaffolding and everything i needed to become a muralist i kind of got rid of just because like i had to pack light for toronto and toronto was a whole other animal like that was a, that was a t tough few years the first few years to get to get going in that city but yeah um so where have, what are some other places that you've um had the opportunity to paint um there's been a there's been a lot over the past couple years uh Probably like most notably, uh, there's like a big mansion in Vegas and uh, they kind of flew out like 12 or 15 artists from around the world. And uh, we kind of painted this um, this big mansion in uh, Vegas and painted it the whole thing, top to bottom, whole exterior type thing. And uh, it kind of went viral on a few of the videos. Um, and yeah, that was like this big spectacle. It was on like Unilad and um, like Gaming Bible, if people are familiar with that. So that had like some of the videos were like up to 2 million to like 60 million views. Oh. Unfortunately, I wasn't on that 60 million view video, but a few of them, there's like a few That's million. Awesome. But yeah, and then other, other spots like um, I did some stuff for Jake Paul, the YouTuber in like LA and Cal Calabasas and 
you know, we stayed at his house for like a couple months or his mansion, I should say. It's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like massive. It's a massive mansion. And uh, yeah, just like, you know, like Hollywood, a couple spots there and France and England, Ireland, just to, like whatever name, a few off the top, you know, so. But yeah, those are some of the places. So well, far, I mean, yeah. November 8th is coming up quick. So you might be able to get back over to the States. And uh, yeah. I, I think you painted in Colorado and oh, other yeah. places like that. Yeah, Colorado, Miami. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited when, th- when the borders open. I have a job out in LA right now I'm supposed to be doing, but yeah, it's stuck hard. here, it's baby. Hard. Yeah, it's hard with the uh, the border <laughs> being closed. Yeah. Um, I, I want to answer just a couple of questions that popped up in the comments. No uh, Dave Honor's wondering, where do you get your inspiration as to what you paint and uh dave's actually an amosburg resident and we're located in amosburg right now at the dan jemis office so shout out to dan for allowing us to be here tonight uh but thank you dan he's paid david uh dirks or david has painted uh three murals in amosburg in like less than a month right so yeah what uh, inspired you know when you're right when you're creating those pieces what inspires you to uh to paint them yeah uh thanks for your question was it dave was it yes yeah dave hunter oh is that is that dave hunter no dave oh. dave honor oh honor sorry i thought it was my buddy hunter uh <laughs> dave honor thanks for the question um yeah huge shout out to uh richard petty and colleen petty uh they're doing crazy stuff here in uh amosburg um they invited me and commissioned me to do three walls on uh one of their buildings on the river bookshop one of them on the Panitaria. Panitaria. I always don't know how to pronounce that. The bakery, the new bakery, and then another wall behind the bookshop as well. Uh, They're building crazy infrastructure in the city, trying to make it a creative art hub. So, yeah, huge shout out to Colleen and Richard. Um, But to get to your question, um, for inspiration, um, just for for things like this, uh, uh, they kind of had a a certain direction they wanted to go with. But luckily for me... um, when I get great clients like that, it's easy to kind of navigate um, their their vision. They kind of left it really open ended for me to to kind of come up with something creative on my own. And they just had certain stipulations that they wanted, just like super bright, uh, bold and vivid, which are kind of characteristics, characteristics of my normal uh, like aesthetic. Yep. But uh, yeah, I kind of got to um, uh do my own lane on it which was cool so like I, I get a lot of inspiration from doing like portraits and uh just like the cute the, the kind of the human connection between like people I, I feel is like a massive inspiration to me you know you can meet someone on the street and like everyone has that deeper rooted story you know what i mean I, I'm, I'm always so interested of learning everyone's like past and present and future you know and like just running into someone random can change your trajectory that whole day or could even lead into something like serendipitous like years down the road so i'm like really into like that connection type thing and that's like the main uh motivation behind my inspiration i guess like especially with portraits definitely no i i definitely understand that and i guess for you is is the best feeling being able to create a piece of art and having like no limits um, like with design wise or absolutely can, yeah yeah you know that's obviously the goal as um like an artist or uh kind of like any discipline when when you're in a certain career path or a certain discipline um if someone gives you free reign to kind of like be yourself and um like have no boundaries and hinges on kind of what you want to create like whether you're like a dancer or a break dancer and you can just kind of like move with the music same with like same with like art too you know that's why i kind of got into 
doing larger murals is because you can kind of just use your whole body like on the wall and kind of do these crazy like strokes and dynamic movements and um yeah it's great when people let you have kind of creative freedom to do what you want so and how hard is that on your on your hands and your arms kind of you know for hours yeah my hands are already jacked up but yeah i'll have carpal tunnel when i'm 20 or 37 i'm yeah. already 30 now <laughs> 37 but yeah and, and no speaking on on that what age did you start getting into art um i didn't get into art like actual drawing art till i was like maybe like 20 like 20 21 22 but i was doing graffiti since i was like 13 or 14 so i got yeah. like like maybe like 10 years or like five 10 years experience of doing graffiti and writing on the streets and then i kind of like picked up a pencil like during college so i, I kind of got a late start on the drawing game but i kind of developed skill through like doing graffiti and getting like can control and stuff like that so so can control talk talk to me about that for those that um haven't you know sprayed a, a a spray can or a paint or painted what is yeah what is that uh yeah can control is basically just getting control of your can your spray can like i when when i paint like 98 99 of all my art is through spray paint as a lot of people know um and yeah it's just the more you get used to your can it's like it, it's like an external part of your your body at that point you know you kind of can manipulate the outputs of spray uh the spray paint coming out the the pressure of like the jet uh different angles and uh you can kind of just gain it over years and years it uh, it took me probably like 10 10 years now to kind of hone it in and get to where i want it to be uh but there's obviously years to come and explore that but yeah it takes years to develop um even like writing a, a nice signature you know what i mean so every, it's like anything the more hours you put into something the better you'll get at it so absolutely and jumping over just to the comments section yeah uh jeff folks amateur resident uh great job in Amherstburg. looking forward to seeing more of your work in town um dr phoebe Thank lamb at the at the university of windsor uh she says and it's in quotes art to me is a humanitarian act and i believe that there's a responsibility that art should somehow be able to affect mankind to make the world a better place and that's by jeff coons um so this is exactly what you're doing dirks so that's awesome man yeah I, I totally agree with you jeff that, that's a, an amazing comment i do definitely agree so uh, another question have you ever used stencils in your painting um not typically you know that's not really my style to do i know a lot of artists like are all about like printing off stencils and doing stuff maybe if i have to do like like a small logo of their name i might have to print out a logo or uh, like a stencil and then spray it but other than that i don't really focus too much on stencils but didn't you do a, a giant Biggie Smalls? Was Biggie Small piece with like uh, a? It's kind of like a. There's a mic at the bottom of it. You had a, yeah, like look like a hot air balloon kind yeah, of. Yeah, it was like a pencil drawing. Okay, that was like graphite on, on paper. How long but, did that take? Uh, actually, speaking back, that's actually one of like my favorite pieces. Actually, it's funny you brought that up. But to answer your question, it took me like ninety hours or something, <laughs> ninety or hundred hours. But I oh just got God. that back actually like last week. It, it's been a hassle to kind of get back. It's been in a. It's been in a private uh, collection in New York for like the past like five or six years. But wow. Um, but yeah, I've always wanted it back. And just because it was so sentimental to me, like that piece was the first piece where uh, when I was living in Toronto, I think it was 2016, I got fired from my job or I got let uh, laid off for like the, the seasonal or something. And that was like the first drawing I've done. I did 
when I got fired and I told myself right when I got fired, I, I was going to be a full-time artist, like when I got fired and I kind of never looked back since. So that was the first drawing I did. And, uh, since, since I took on this full-time art career and, uh, yeah, it's crap. I'm super happy to have it back in my possession. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, that, that, that piece was like super important to me. So yeah, it's kind of where the kick started your, your career, right? Yeah, exactly. So. What, besides that piece, what has been an, another, really cool mural that you are, are so proud of um let's say let's do windsor essex which one is your is your favorite my favorite in windsor essex um man there's just so many to choose from but if i'm thinking just off the top of my head man like these two that i just did right now in the uh, on the bakery and the river bookshop are definitely one of the top five top three um yeah, there's too many to name, but these two are definitely. How many of you have you painted? Uh, I don't even know. A lot, <laughs> over like 100, 150, maybe. Wow. 200, yeah, something like that. But I feel like every time, like I do paint something, I was like, oh man, that one's my favorite. And yeah. Then, like I, I paint the next one, I'm like, oh, okay, this one's definitely my favorite. Um, uh, so it's always the, 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 uh, the journey of always trying to get better and critique yourself and kind of never settling. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and just hopping over to the the comment section, Rachel McLean, uh, do you use models for your work? More specifically, the old lady. Um, of the the Erie Street, I'm assuming. She's I would, I would, yeah. I think, I think that would be it. Uh, I do use models, yeah, and I'm actually uh, moving into that route a lot more lately. Um, so kind of from like here on out, a lot, like majority of my murals are all going to be my own. Um my own uh, mo models and reference photos for them. Um, but for the spe specifically, I think she's talking about the, the eerie one, the eerie street. I think so. Yep. The Italian mural. Um, that one, actually, I reached, I found that, that exact picture of the, that Nona kissing the, uh, her grand, her granddaughter on the cheek. And that was an actual real photo from a small village in, in Italy. And I found it online and I reached out to this woman, which was the, the Nona's daughter, like her, so the grandchild's mom, um, I reached out to her and she actually let me paint it. And she's like, yeah, this is like actually my mom and my daughter. And they're oh, like wow. from a little village in Italy. I forget what it's called, but I, I can look it up later. But That's yeah, awesome. so that one was like an actual uh, real person. So it, it was great. And I'm, I'm super glad she let me use that. But um, do you enjoy painting like figures and uh, faces? Is that some of your favorite type of work? Yeah, just anything uh, like with humanity, I guess. Like, um, but specifically portraits are like kind of my bread and butter for some yeah. reason. I just, I always like was inclined to paint them, whether it's, uh, I don't really know the reason, but it, it boils down to like the connectivity between humans, I feel. And like just painting portraits is like the essence of knowing someone and, you know, so, uh, but yeah, portraits. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So uh, another question from Gina D., how do the symbols work that you use in your initial layout? Is it like a legend or map for you? Great question, Dina. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, a lot of people ask me. Um, they see some of my murals have this like crazy, sporadic um, like pattern on it before I lay out my my actual mural. But that's just kind of how I grid out uh, like my proportions and stuff. So I kind of get them uh, so they're not wonky and they're they're in perspective correctly. Uh, but yeah, at the beginning, people just think it's like. The ugliest thing going up on the wall there's a bunch <laughs> of squiggles everywhere but um that like not most of the, only some of the time i use that that method there's other ways to like kind of 
uh, grid out your stuff, whether it's like freehand or use a different grid method or uh, you sometimes I project just if I'm under a tight deadline. Um, but yeah, that's where the symbols come from or it's just a type of gridding method. So it's like it's something that I think only you kind of understand. You know what I mean? As an artist is like I think you understand your work the most right it's not something like that it's it's unique to you right uh no not specifically to me it's kind of um in the artist community now uh but it, it's kind of um yeah it, it, every symbol doesn't mean anything but it's just kind of the, the symbols don't actually mean anything it's just kind of like like references kind of you know what i mean so not really unique to me but yes um if you don't mind it, we went a bit over. We're 24 oh, we're minutes, but I, I want to go, baby. Shoot. <laughs> uh, some more questions coming in. Do you listen to music while you paint? If, if so, what are you listening to? Yeah, um, I listen to music all the time. I love music. Um, specifically, I love hip hop. Um, hip hop, like Seattle hip hop's amazing. Uh, I think I said that before in a different interview, but seattle hip-hop like common market saul macklemore um grinch a bunch of like but uh, like i'm not just narrowing it down to hip-hop like i love uh like indie music i love listening to podcasts when i paint um audiobooks um just a bunch of genres i can't think of but yeah uh definitely throw on some headphones and just get you down get to in it. the zone right yeah yeah Get so after this, it. this next question is actually for my grandma. So uh, shout out to my grandma here. But uh, what kind of paint do you use? And what is the best weather to paint in? Sunny, shady. Hey, grandma. How's it going? <laughs> um, the the paint I use is uh, there's multiple brands. There's uh, it, it, They're all tailored to uh, specifically. You don't want to give art. out your secret. Your secret no, sauce. I don't care. Yeah, the secret <laughs> sauce. I know, Grandma. Come on, <laughs> doing me dirty here. No, I use a I use a lot of Montana ninety four. That's kind of like my go to. There's Belton, Molotow Belton. Uh, there's Montana Gold, Montana Black. I don't. There, there's a there's bunch a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot, but they're all tailored to specifically graffiti, uh, like illegal graffiti, and then like a lot of it's kind of getting morphed into like the street art realm. So. But they were uh, initially invented for like bombing and tagging and stuff. So, so what's what's bombing? Bombing is just like street graffiti. So like tagging, uh, just like hand styles are tagging. Bombing is just like a, the upper form of uh, getting your name up there. They're called throw ups or bombs. So they're just kind of like more um, like they're larger versions of your tag. They're more rounded. Uh, you kind of throw them up to get them up quick. Uh, whereas like a tag is kind of like just tag and just get yeah. your name out there too. But then there's like pieces and pieces are just more, more of a, like an elevated uh, tag almost, but uh, yeah, they're called masterpieces, but yeah, there's different levels to graffiti. Uh, yeah. It's stuff. I, I have no idea yeah, anything yeah. about, but it, it's for cool sure. that there's this whole, like there's a whole language for, Oh yeah. For like, muralists, right? Yeah. Graffiti. Well, well there's a difference between like graffiti and um, murals. Like a lot of people, confuse graffiti with like this nice art and yep. stuff um but graffiti is like the strictly the vandals the people who just crush cities that paint illegal paint trains like illegal letter forms like that's graffiti but like murals and street art is kind of like what's happening now with this big movement of these big beautiful um pieces of artwork like that's more of murals and street art 
Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're so right. People get it confused. I get it confused. Yeah. No worries. Um, so a question for you, what is the most difficult part of being both an artist and a business owner? How are you balancing that? Man? Yeah. That's a good question though, to be honest. Cause, um, I, I like looking back, I didn't realize how much of like a businessman you have to be and like a marketing, um, kind of guru into your own self like i kind of got into art um where i didn't have to deal with all like the logistics of anything and dealing with like bosses and uh you work for yourself right yeah yeah um i run my own company and uh solo company i have my girlfriend who's of massive help which i'm actually going to get into right now because uh yeah she manages a lot of my like logistics and gets like a lot of my appointments and meetings in order and all like other financial stuff so but like before she was doing that, the hard, to answer your question, the hardest part was kind of like f- figuring out that balance between um, like actually getting time to paint or like getting you have to devote time to actually market yourself and um, really brand your your brand before you kind of keep moving forward. Um, and like juggling those two or is I'm kind of struggling with right now. And that's yeah. kind of. Um, I mean, it's a good, definitely a good problem to have. It means there's, there's more business, right? Yeah, definitely. But like, it's something like I hate, like I hate the entrepreneur side of, uh, you like just want to paint. I just want to paint and just like keep my head down and paint and just let the artwork f- speak for itself. And I feel like a lot of artists, uh, do a lot of talking and then don't let their work speak for itself. And that's kind of, it kind of bothers me a bit. Um, but Hey, that, that's just me. You know what I mean? So but, would your advice be to find, find somebody who can kind of balance your, your weaknesses and, and, and like if, if like your, your girlfriend, right. Is she, she's helping out the side that you're not good at. She's balanced. You're balancing each other, right? Yeah. She's a massive help and I appreciate her so much, you know? Um, yeah. Cause it, it was getting to the point where it, it was getting so overwhelming that I, I needed to like hire someone. And so she's, she's my manager now and we're looking to hire someone else so we can just handle all the logistics side of things and that's awesome. get things in order. But um, yeah, my advice to anybody uh, getting into the art game, I feel, or like street art or uh, the mural scene is um, definitely start with like a foundation. Um, go back and start like kind of, I would say start kind of how I i kind of started where you got to like pave your own way and put in tons of gritty hours and develop your skill before um and kind of get a portfolio before you start um getting these big websites for five or six thousand dollars and doing these big logos and branding and websites and blasting all over social media like you need like down to that base of like like can control like learning how to even that product you need yeah something you need that like that foundation and like don't go jumping into like these big business plans and business models and listening to gurus and stuff on YouTube. Like you need to definitely just find what you're like definitely passionate about in art or whether in, in any other discipline, whether it's like yeah. guitar playing or uh, being a pianist or whatever you, you kind of have to do it to love it before you even can think about getting money or monetizing your business off of it. So you can't just hop in it if you don't love it because you, you would fade out, you know, like and you, a lot of people, you can see a lot of people jumping in and staying on the train for a couple years and they fizzle out, but you can tell the people who are in it for like the longevity of it and are in it for their lives. You know what I mean? So definitely get that foundation going first. Absolutely. Well, Dirks, I, I mean, we've been here for a while and there's been a lot of, <laughs> a lot of great, 
a lot of great comments and uh, love for you in, in this community. And, and, you know, glad to have you on the show. I know we went back and forth a bit oh, um, because Dirks is, is extremely busy. He probably has five, six, ten murals on the go right now. Um, but for those watching, we're doing something really cool right now. You can win uh, one in four or there's four pieces uh, and you can win one of them. There's four people that we're going to be giving away um, medium and small size uh, print of the large scale mural that's located on the penalty box. Dirk signed them. He'll, I would imagine maybe he'll personally drop them off, take a nice yeah, photo. I'll definitely, um, whoever wins the, the contest, um, I'll definitely, yeah, I can, I can drop them off. They're, they're all numbered. They're all signed. They're from my original print release for the healthcare mural on the penalty box I did. So they're, they're really uh limited edition and they definitely will be signed. Come with a, uh, certificate authenticity. So if you ever want one, just follow my man's instructions and you can get a chance to win either a medium or a small. So that's it. That's it. There's three steps. Go follow Dirks, share this post and then comment below on my post when you've done that. And, uh, we'll be raffling them off this Sunday at 7 PM to those watching. Thanks for being here tonight. Dirks. Pleasure to have you. Thank you, sir. Pleasure to Appreciate have you back it. in the Berg. Yeah, man. I Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks for those to those watching. We'll see you soon.